welcome to a new episode of Once in a Blue Moon. Hi guys, it's so nice to be back. Um, we did take a little bit of a of a break because you know of this little thing called final exams. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think we needed the break. <laughs> we needed to get stuff done. In that last week of exams, I had absolutely no motivation to keep up with anything. <laughs> Do you mean the like it was awful or do you mean the last week I feel like the whole semester I didn't have any motivation I was trying to be nice and say last week but really I meant last semester (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. honestly that that those finals I'm telling you I was done by the first day of finals I was like why am I still here why am I still doing these exams I know like for some of my exams it was open for an extended period of time which is good but also it's like constantly on your mind for like that set of like that set of uh that set of time as opposed to having those timed exams where it's like you sit down you do it and then it's done like I don't know which one you probably found the most challenging (laughs) yeah no you're right you're right oh my gosh can I tell you there was once yeah I don't know if I told you this but I was sitting and I was doing my exam and I was like typing and everything and then I was starting to feel tired and my eyes were closing by themselves I was like okay let me take let me take a mat let me take a nap I was like okay I'll take a 15 minute nap I set an alarm and everything can I tell you I wasn't even able to take the nap because my mind was just thinking oh yeah like this exam and like what's the square answer for this question so I couldn't even nap like my mind wasn't even allowing me to nap oh my gosh that's actually the worst that's the worst I feel like I could never take a nap during an exam you know there was one time you know way back ancient times when we did like in-person classes you know that was so long ago um you know like fossils were still around um there was this one time where I saw someone literally falling asleep in an actual written exam like that would stress me out so much like it was something I think it was in like ninth grade there was this girl who just fell asleep in the middle of our like history exam and I was like does she who's gonna tell her that the exam is still going on like it was like we were only this woman had already fallen asleep I was like oh well you do you (laughs) couldn't be me can oh my god I feel like in-person exams are so stressful but when you're doing them at home and you have 72 hours to do it it's so chill man it's so chill um but anyways now that's all in the past now we just have to um sit in denial that of you know getting our grades back I really don't know any of my grades (laughs) like I'm terrified honestly same but we're done with the first year. How do you feel, Amal? You know, we accomplished something pretty big, you know, finishing first year. <laughs> yeah, I'm just honestly really just happy to be done with school. Like, I feel like this last semester was like such a, such honestly, a difficult, like, yeah. you know, so I'm just really happy that I'm done with that. <laughs> me too, me too. Three years to go. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'm so glad that we're done. I'm really just so glad. Like, because I was in Montreal, like, I had to move out and everything. Like, they told us to move out of our residence and everything. So I had to, like, pack all my boxes, pack all my things, and move out all on my own. And it was so stressful. But now I'm, I'm in Toronto now, and I'm seeing some family. So it's nice to have a change of scenery, change of pace, and see my grandparents again. So exciting. We love grandparents. 
So for today's episode, we're doing a little Q&A style <laughs> episode. So we asked on our Instagram, if you haven't, if you're not following us already, it's at Once in a Blue Moon podcast. Um, I hope I got the name right. <laughs> um, and so we asked you guys on our story, if um, any questions that you have for us as we reflect on this really crazy, weird, wacky first year of university. Um, and so we're going to be answering a few of your questions and like reflecting along the way. So I guess we should get started. <laughs> okay, um, so the first question that we were asked is, how do you make friends online? <laughs> um, wow, that's a really good question. Amal, what do you, let's hear your thoughts first. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't make any friends online. Um, actually, no, I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, wait, actually, I'm not even kidding. I made like maybe one friend online. Um, <laughs> there was a friend that I made because we were working on like in my Islamic studies discussion group, we worked on a response together. So then um, we had like calls and everything. And then afterwards, she's like, oh, you're, school you're so cool. We should be friends. And I was like, yes, please, let's be friends. I love friends. <laughs> so that was the one friend we made. But yeah, I don't know how to make friends online either, honestly. Okay, so I know people in the beginning, beginning of uni used to like post on Instagram. And then when you post on, like on that Miguel 2024 page, and then when you reply to that, like those pages, that then you get like, I don't know people reaching out to you and stuff I think that's how most people made their friends but I never did that I don't know Sarah I know you did maybe you can talk about how you yeah I mean I think for me like the main way I was able to make friends like one I was physically in Montreal I feel like that really did help the friend making process and like being social um but online I think it was really nice because like Amal was saying like on those um you know university 2024 pages I feel like a lot of universities had this it wasn't just exclu exclusively McGill um, where people would post a little, little introductory posts and you can see who, who you have in common like what you have in common with other people um, and then sort of reach out to them and I reached out to a few people and I was able to like meet them um, if they were coming to Montreal and so by just like um, reaching out to them and talking about, I don't know, like this one person had a really nice taste in music. I was like, oh, wait, that's really cool. Um, and we sort of talked about that. Um, and then when I finally got to meet up with them, you just um, the best thing to do is like you make friends with them a little bit more difficult because <laughs> you're in Kenya, not in Montreal. But. The way I was able to make friends was like reaching out to people and then eventually like either scheduling a Zoom call or like making like it, it takes a lot. Of, it really takes a lot to put yourself out there to like, you know, a stranger you've never really met before and like, you know, making the effort to meet up with them, whether it be through Zoom or in person. So I feel like it was a lot like it it it, it really takes a lot of guts and courage to do it but um to really make friends online you really just have to put yourself out there and it's really not that easy but once you do it I feel like you'll see the benefits in the long run because one of my one of my friends like she reached out to me and um I had like I didn't reach out to her she reached out to me and then we like bonded really nicely and we had like a zoom call and she ended up being in my program so that was really fun we, we got to like you know, work together in like our psych classes. So it was really fun. So really don't be like, it's hard not to be afraid <laughs> to reach out to someone you don't know. 
but um, once you do it, I think you you won't regret it. Like, what is there to lose, really? Like, in the end, if they if you guys don't end up vibing, then you don't end up vibing. You just you just carry on. Like, there's nothing to lose in these situations. You just gotta like, you just gotta do it. <laughs> Sorry, that got really really, you know, preachy, but hopefully <laughs> that helped. It was actually a really good answer, and I think from most of the people that I've talked to about university, like being friends in university is so different from being school friends in high school, because in university you actually have to make an effort to hang out. You have to say, oh yeah, let's go get lunch, but otherwise in like high school you'd just be like sitting next to each other, somebody in math class and you'd be friends with them, you know. That's so true, that's so true. You really do have to like if you if you really want to make make friends you really do have to make the effort and it's it also has to be like you have to realize that it is a two-sided thing so if they're not putting in the effort to like want to see you and everything then there's no point in wanting to do that yeah so that was a really good question thank you for sending that in so for our second question that we got um do you also sleep in classes hmm <laughs> well <laughs> honestly, i think okay yeah go ahead okay um honestly i i have fallen asleep in class it's so easy it's so easy to fall asleep in a zoom class honestly um I, and uh, also, my classes are so late at night. Like we have to, we have to understand. <laughs> um, okay, but I know last semester. Oh, that's true. I know last semester I had one class. It was like um, that elective that all Basque students have to do, and I was like, mm -hmm. I was in the Zoom, and I was just, <laughs> I just fell asleep, and I woke up, and I was in the waiting room, and I don't know what was happening. I was a bit stressed, but it's okay. Like I don't, don't <laughs> last a bit, like. True. For me, I kind of had like the, it was like the opposite time of the day. In the first semester, I had 8.30 classes every single day. And it was so bad. It was really, really bad. So it was so easy to fall asleep during my philosophy lectures. I know, falling asleep philosophy, it just <laughs> makes sense, right? <laughs> um, and so luckily, the lady was kind enough to like post the recordings very, very soon after. <laughs> Bless that prof. She was actually <laughs> So um, to answer your question, for me, if I one, if I also haven't had my coffee, I'm dead. Nope, I will fall asleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> Sarah, I have to tell you something that's going to make you very proud of me. Okay, yes, tell me. I I ha I drank coffee this weekend, and it actually oh it actually tasted kind of good. Oh. My God, that makes me so happy, Amma. You're growing up. <laughs> I say that when you're literally one year older than me. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Does that mean you're gonna start drinking coffee more? Oh my God. Probably not. Like it was just. I think. And then my dad was making it again the next day. And he's like, "Mom, do you want?" And I was like, "No, I don't want that." Okay, but at least you know that not all coffee tastes like ass. That's right. I, but I know like Sarah, she makes her coffee with like, like she literally just puts coffee and water. That's her, that's her coffee. And I was like, no milk, no sugar. <laughs> that is. No. Okay, so I, some, the most I'll do is take a little bit of milk. But for the most part, I do have my coffee black. And it's kind of bad because it stains your teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm all so disgusted with me right now. <laughs> tastes bad. How can you drink? It's like drinking, like, I don't know. You know what it reminds me? I know me? it's probably yeah. 
when I, when you were small, did you used to like go out and then like mm-hmm. make like soup out of like mud, and you just put mud and water? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think that was just yeah. you. <laughs> and then you put like vegetables, no. vegetables or the leaves, and like you never did that. No. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe maybe I did when I was oh, maybe I did when I was younger, like much much younger yeah me but too. because I grew up in the city more nah <laughs> yeah no um yeah <laughs> okay but uh, I'm really proud of you for trying thank, <laughs> thank you, you thank you I knew you would be I, I don't know if I told you about it I think I must have forgotten but I was remember I was thinking about you as I was drinking my coffee because I only think oh. I want this coffee <laughs> I'm honored I'm so honored <laughs> great great all right, so next question. Um, so the next question is, is a hot dog a sandwich? Bro, of course. <laughs> That's it's such a random question, but no, thank but you. It's, it's definitely a sandwich, no? Like 100%. Is it? Yeah, hot dog. Because sure. like, whenever I think of a sandwich, when I think of a sandwich, I think of two individual pieces of bread, like on top of each other with like like stuff in the middle because like a hot dog is kind of like I'm making like little little shapes with my hands on what a hot dog looks like <laughs> like this I don't know our <laughs> listeners sorry this is not a very accurate representation no but see yeah like if you think about it a sandwich is like two things and then one thing in the middle and isn't it like the bread and then the hot dog in the middle oh yeah but like the two pieces of bread they're attached you don't just have it like detached no but like isn't it the same thing with like a hamburger right like a like a burger yeah. where you have like a bread and then it's that's like, true like it's one bread but then you cut it right so that like a like a burger is definitely a sandwich so then it's a hamburger a sandwich yeah for sure okay yeah i think i can yeah but like sometimes it's hard to think because you always see sandwiches and like you know you just have like a piece of baguette and you put like whatever chicken salad whatever you want in it but like see, that's how i see but then see, isn't the baguette still like connected yeah well sometimes it is sometimes it's not but i guess that's the case for for like hot dogs so okay i think i think i'm convinced hot dogs i guess maybe they are sandwiches yeah, they're definitely sandwiches they're just fancy like they're right. really special so they get their own name they're special oh my gosh there is this one place i know here in toronto where they have like they they sell hot dogs with like fries and um and like you can put whatever toppings you want on it and it's at the, this I feel like I think it's called like Dundas Square it's like in downtown Toronto and I remember having that when I was when I was younger my parents would take us to like those food trucks and they had them oh so good so oh good gosh. you're there just go get you're in Toronto just go get <laughs> No, but the COVID, I don't think they're there. <laughs> no, COVID's spoiling everything. Ah. <laughs> spoiling everything. Okay. Um, All right. All right. So our next question is, did you girls enjoy Misa? Okay, for those of you who don't remember, Misa is the Montreal Ismaili Student Association that both Amal and I were part of. So short answer, yes. <laughs> for sure, 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, Amal, do you have a favorite a favorite memory or a favorite moment in Misa? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. Um, 
I think I would definitely say our mystery, our murder mystery night, the one that we made. That was yeah. really fun. Oh my gosh, that was one of the best. We really, we nailed it. We nailed it. Yeah. So we, um, Sarah, and I, Sarah, 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 Afroza, and I. It's eleven o'clock. Sorry. It's 11 <laughs> Um, so Sarah, Afroza, and I, we literally created our whole, like our own, um, like a, what's the word? We customized like a, like a, like a mystery night, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Customized yeah. is the word I was looking for. But we literally made it and we like made the characters depending on the people who are going to come for the event and everything. It was so cool. It was really fun. So cool. It was like, it was a, lots of fun to plan and then lots of fun to execute because you could see how everyone was like interpreting their roles. And like, we did have like a few like mishaps along the way, but like, that's, that's just life. You know, you learn from mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, I think it turned out really well at the end. Oh, I thought so too. It was so much fun. I would say that's probably also one of my favorite Misa moments. And also, of course, meeting all of these fun people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure. Everyone in Misa was so fun. <laughs> Love Misa. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so we have like the next question was asked by two people. So the question is, what was your best memory? So I think, like, are we supposed to do, like, school-related memory or what? Because I don't know. I mean, so one of the questions is also asking, like, what is your best memory of first year? So we could, I guess we could do, like, related to first year or just, like, in general for you, whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Because this is themed over first year, so. Yeah, okay, you go. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, no. I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> um, But if I can think... I have like a favorite like set of memories, but okay, Amal, you want to go first? <laughs> okay, so I just thought, I just thought of something like it just came to me. I was thinking about how when I was in, so like oh, around November time, my mom and I went to Mombasa. Mombasa is like the coastal, the coastal city in Kenya. So we went to Mombasa to like get my stuff from school and all that. And then first of all, it was such, it was a bit of a chaotic trip, but it ended up being such a calming and relaxing, like, I don't know, the sound of the ocean, like nothing, nothing can compare. So I think I just had this like memory of me sitting like at the, it was like late at night, probably like 10 o'clock. <laughs> it was like late at night. And I had a quiz that I was supposed to do because I accidentally, um, didn't do it before I left so I had I was gonna do it when I got there um so I was sitting out and I was sitting out and like on the cabin areas and then the ocean was right there and I was doing a quiz and it was just like I don't know I was just vibing you know but I did really I didn't do too well on the quiz but it's okay like <laughs> it was <laughs> lowest at least grade. you had a fun time doing it <laughs> yeah the lowest grade is dropped so we're good you know um but yeah, it was just a vibe. That's the that's the that's best best props to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. That's so fun. That actually sounds like such a nice memory to have in first year. And especially the fact that like it was just like you and your mom and you guys got to like bond <laughs> again. <laughs> it was it was just such like the trip was so like just calming, you know, like we literally didn't have a plan. You know, we just went and we just did whatever we like. <laughs> like we were walking on the beach and then some guy was like come on like like we can take you on the boat so we went on the boat and then we went all the way to like the reef area and then came back and then we were just in the pool like there was no like order you know like it was just chill mm -hmm. it was just go with the flow go with the flow mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> with the ocean. 
Oh my gosh, what a nice memory. Uh, for me, I really don't know what my what like my favorite memory would be. Like I think my favorite set of memories would be with like <clears throat> with all the good friends that I made like in Montreal. Like um there was this one thing that me and my friends would do. Um we would um we would like bake um every Friday. So like every Friday night, like a couple of friends and I, we would just um we would buy a bunch of like ingredients and we would like bake something new um like every so often. So there was one one time we made like cookies, sometimes we made like oatmeal cookies, sometimes we made like banana bread. And it was so chill. We were just like relaxing um and just like vibing to like music and stuff. Because in the res like in the residence we had like these really nice kitchen facilities available to us. So that was nice. And then we would just play like Uno and it got pretty competitive sometimes. But like for me, I'm just like not a competitive person sometimes I would just like like I had like a plus four and like a plus two but I would put down like my nine instead because I was so afraid of like making them mad <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Sarah it's Uno. so like playing Uno. oh my gosh you know even me usually I'm I'm not competitive I know I know I really know but when it comes to Uno something something happens <laughs> so like I'm getting better I'm getting better <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting for sure I was gonna mm -hmm. say when you play when you play Uno with me, you should just put the nine instead of the plus four. I'd be happy if you do that. Oh my gosh. Okay, now that I know that you would be ruthless, then I'll just put down the plus four and the plus two. <laughs> Damn it, I <laughs> okay. If we'd never played before and you never told me how you were in Uno, I'd be so nice, but then I think I'd figure out soon that you are actually quite ruthless. Yeah, you'll you put me um, in and I'll give you the plus four right back. Like I wouldn't even think. Okay. Okay. I, I guess the next episode, Sarah and Amal play Uno. <laughs> Is this the end of our friendship? <laughs> oh. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think just like yeah, spending time with like someone that was oh no. <laughs> that would be like one of my most memorable or like favorite memory. Yeah. Of, um, of first year and even just like hanging out with like all the ismos that was really fun yeah for sure um those are really nice memories so excited and then inshallah you'll be able to make very very nice memories in montreal too <laughs> <laughs> yep for sure okay um okay so the next question sorry do you want to see the next question Sure, sure. Okay, so the next question we got was, what's one thing that was better than you expected at uni, and then one thing that was worse? Um, that's a really good question, actually. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you have do you have an answer? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the one thing that was better than expected was first semester, and the one thing that was worse than expected was the second semester. Tell me, I'm not lying. Like <gasps> that's for everybody. You're not lying at all. You know what's funny is that everyone who was like an upper year, like when I spoke to them um, and they were saying like apparently the winter semester or like second semester is always worse than the first semester. Like it's just a fact. It's always worse because it's shorter, it's more intense and it's more stressful and you're more burnt out. And the fact that our university only gives us like one and a half weeks of vacation is just a crime. So I, yeah. I completely get that the second semester is worse because it's just more of a hassle to deal with. <laughs> but um, um, for I'm, me, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 
Um, no, no, go ahead. I was, I was just going to elaborate more on my answer because I was just thinking like before starting first semester, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. Like it's going to be so yucky. But then it actually wasn't so bad like when we did first semester. But then and then after thinking, okay, yeah, that wasn't actually so bad. Maybe winter is not going to be so bad. And then winter ended up sucking. Like that's why it was just not, it was just not a bad. Oh my God. That's so true. That's so, so true. Like, I, you know, you know, um, when you're in high school or just like throughout like your non-university years of school, I would always be so motivated. Like at the beginning of the year, it's like, oh my gosh, this year's going to be my year. I'm going to be so motivated. I'm going to be like good at everything. And then by the time like February hits, I'm like, I'm done. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Exactly. See you next year. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the same applies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess maybe for me, my answer might be a little bit more different, but one thing that was better than I expected was I was really able to, because like being physically in Montreal, but like still having to do online school, it really did make me more like autonomous in how I was living. Like I really didn't interact too much with other people, especially in my residence, like not that many people were very like sociable. <laughs> so like getting to, I don't know, spend a lot of time with myself and like get myself set up like completely because in a normal year, obviously like my parents would have come and like helped me get set up and like, you know, do the whole thing and like help me move out, move in, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the fact that I had to do it on my own really pushed me to be independent and like take matters into my own hands. Like if I'm not gonna do it, who else is gonna do it? Literally no one else is gonna like write my taxes for me <laughs> or like, you know, pay my phone bill or like pay my credit card bill. <laughs> Um, so like having to do all that kind of stuff on my own really did help with like, you know, all that adulting stuff. But after a while, I did get so sick of doing it all on my own. So I'm glad that I'm, I kind of get to relax a little bit now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess um, I like to look at like the positive side of things when it comes to that. So getting to be independent a lot more than I already was, was pretty cool. And then worse than I expected, second semester. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stealing your answer. <laughs> Second semester. Oh, no, no. Econ at McGill. I hate worse. It was worse than I expected. Economics at McGill. Okay, but like, really? and the thing is, is that you already expected bad. So the fact that it was worse was like mental. <laughs> so true. I was like, oh my God, if I get at least this grade, I'll be happy. I got lower than that grade. And I was like, whatever. Oh my God. I don't care. But then, like, I know I signed up for the same economics class that Sarah was in. And everybody was like, get out, like, get out as you can. Like, leave, leave. So I followed the advice. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. But Sarah stayed, and unfortunately, you left me. How could you? <laughs> oh, no. No, it was okay. In the end, like, I guess it just shows you. I feel like you're supposed to have sometimes, like, shitty experiences with professors. Yeah. At McGill. Uh, or, sorry, not just at McGill, but, like, in university. In life. <laughs> yeah, it's not meant to be good it's supposed to be bad sometimes and definitely what my answer would be <laughs> um okay so the next the next question that we have is directed like particularly to sarah and it's um sarah no! <laughs> um how do you open a bottle without a corkscrew screw sorry oh my god <laughs> This has a very interesting backstory. Um, so we had like this bottle that we couldn't open. Um, and I was convinced that uh, it would open 
like, okay, so we had like a corkscrew to try and open the bottle, but for some reason, um, the, cor the cork itself just wouldn't like come out, even though we like put the corkscrew inside. And so for like the, for the next like hour or so, everyone was like passing around like this, this bottle, we just couldn't open it. And after a while, we just tried to like, <laughs> we ended up like to get um, like the drink out of the, out of like the, um, the bottle, we ended up like, like poking a really, really like a big enough hole <laughs> through the cork <laughs> um and then just like turned the bottle upside down and it just like dripped like the, the the drink just dripped out into like my cup so um that is how you open a bottle without a corkscrew you make a big hole and you just let it drip you know like distillation fractional distillation it just comes out bit by bit there you go that's life hacks with Sarah. <laughs> That's we're such a bad experience. And you know, in the end, like when I put the bottle back into my bag, it literally like leaked all over my bag and I was so upset. It spoiled your white um, wallet, no? It did spoil my white wallet. Okay, pro tip, do not get a white wallet. <laughs> oh my gosh, my wallet is also white. My wallet is also white. Oh my god! Be careful, bro. Maybe change like a black or a brown wallet, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem. Just get easy, so you'll get stings. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So we just got three questions. Um. From okay. Mariana. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she asked, "What was your favorite course?" Choose one. Wait. Can I say like a favorite professor? That. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 <gasps> True. I have like a favorite professor. My favorite professor, oh my gosh, le the legend himself, Sidney Trudeau. He was my calculus teacher, literally the most leg legendary math professor to ever exist. He was such a good prof, like <laughs> everyone just loved him. And there was just one, okay, so a few of us, we would just, we honestly saw Sid or Sidney Trudeau as like a celebrity. <laughs> and so there was one time like where like, we went, um, I went to his office hours and I was so nervous. I felt like I was literally meeting a celebrity. Like oh when he, God. when he like said, enter the brick, like the, the waiting room, I was like freaking out. I was like, um, hi, hi. I just need help with, you know, this PFD question. <laughs> and I was like freaking out the whole time. That is so funny. Also, Sarah, I can't believe you just said Sidney Trudeau when there was a whole man who wrote your, um, recommend, rec letter of recommendation. Like, oh my. <laughs> like, how can you say that? You're linguistics professor okay yeah my linguistics teacher okay can okay neck and neck both of them <laughs> professor johnson and then professor trudeau like but like trudeau just has like a special place in my heart from like a long time because he was my my prof for like both fall and winter yeah so yeah okay <laughs> yeah my linguistics prof he is such a sweetie so okay yeah. sorry I, I feel bad for forgetting him <laughs> i think i also had a really nice professor his name was his name was george i'm sorry i'm not gonna remember his surname but his name was george and he was my environment tool to like Enver, whatever however environment <laughs> 202 202 um professor and he's just such a funny guy like he's just such a fun guy i love it oh my um, god yeah. that's so fun oh I also really like my stats prof like he was also such a like such a like a pure-hearted soul <laughs> his name was I don't even know how to pronounce his name so I feel bad but just my stats prof yeah. special place in my heart <laughs> love it but then okay what was your worst class see okay 
it wasn't like okay see again like all of my classes had their ups and their downs like it's so difficult to see because see I had one class where the teacher was like very disorganized and it was like like the logistics of the class weren't the best but then I still found the content really interesting like I found what we were learning really really interesting so like that's already an up and a down and then I had another class where the content again was very interesting we were learning about some ethics physics law stuff not physics I don't know why I said physics but ethics and like law stuff um and that was like that was really interesting but again the professor was kind of whack like he just wouldn't be accommodating at all and he would just be like get a zero on this assignment you know like it was really harsh grading especially by the TAs and then I had another course where it was like the grading was chill like the professors were chill everything was chill the content was interesting but it was just so hard for me to keep up because it was so late at night you know so like all of the classes they just had their ups and their downs and it's difficult for me to see like which one was bad and which one was good Mm -hmm. okay so our another question we got was um, Amal, do you have any regrets about staying home this year? Um, well, uh, <laughs> um, okay. I think I really, I'm actually a bit happy that I got to stay home because I got to spend some really quality time with the fam. Um, I'm, I became really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy with the relationship that I built with my little sister because like, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think I, I definitely do feel like if I'd been in Montreal right now, maybe I would have made more friends or like met more people or had like a actual university experience for my first year because I didn't really like I literally like I ended first year and I was like, okay, (laughs) nothing, like nothing different. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think um, I guess maybe the regret that I would say is that I didn't get to have that first year university experience you know like the typical another uh, typical mm-hmm. one but like the one that you were like looking forward to mm-hmm. um but i feel like in my mind i'm also thinking like bro i'm gonna be there soon so it's fine like i'm gonna get that experience so i guess now at least i'm lucky that i got to spend some time with the fam yeah for sure for sure i'm glad that you you feel like there was definitely a really big silver lining to staying at home and like honestly yeah i feel like i know that i i really miss my family after like moving across the world, um, like for my first year or so. I'm glad that you still got to like build a stronger relationship with your little sister and like your parents and everything. So that's good. <laughs> um, no, okay, so then if I like flip it a bit and I say, um, Sarah, like, do you have any regrets about going to Montreal in the first year of Miguel? Mm. So like, I don't know. I think, I don't think I have any regrets about going to Montreal I think it was a pretty pretty positive experience overall but like bro I really I regret how much I underestimated the cold <laughs> so like I really missed <laughs> yeah I really I guess I regret just like being in the cold <laughs> Oof, I it's kind of a dumb answer but yeah <laughs> overall I don't think I had that many regrets yeah that's actually like bound to happen anyway yeah yeah Okay, so um, our last question before we before I go to bed is um, what are each, <laughs> um, what are each of your predictions slash expectations for next year and how do you think it'll differ from this year? That's such a good question. Oh my gosh! Wow, well, it's gonna yeah. be like a thousand, like completely different for me because I'm gonna be in a different country. Um, that's so true. But well, what are your predictions? Expect 
expectations for next year? So should we do it in terms of like school life or in terms of like social life? Just maybe like everything, everything all wrapped up into one. So first do like school and then like personal life. Okay, I think if, if I'm being very honest, I think school might be more difficult because we're going to have to adjust to like going to in-person lectures and sitting in, an, in a, sitting in an exam room. And I feel like I've forgotten how to study for such exams, you know, like open <laughs> forgotten. I do not know how to memorize. <laughs> Honestly, um, yeah, so I think school might be a bit more challenging. Um, oh, yeah, but... And like also like I feel like this year teachers have been quite accommodating with like grades and like the lowest one is dropped. Okay, not not a hundred, not all classes. But not I think <laughs> calling him out. But I just I feel like I feel like most like most teachers apart from Paul had the idea that like we're in a pandemic, let's be a bit more lenient, we'll give them more options to like raise their grades. And I don't know if it's like that in normal school also. So I think that might be a bit a bit rough <laughs> would you say the same or no would you think it'd be easier yeah I would but I feel like I have a feeling that the institution might be a bit more understanding of students the fact that we're having to like make all these adjustments and like maybe they'll try and like smoothen the transition when we go to in-person classes so hopefully they'll still be a bit more understanding but definitely not as understanding as they would be in like this this situation but I have a feeling like hopefully they'll still like try and be a bit more understanding yeah. if that makes sense yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah but like yeah any predictions for what life is like in Montreal for you <laughs> um okay I think okay I've even talked to you about this hour I feel like in the beginning I'm gonna have maybe a little bit of difficulty like fitting in because I feel like you guys have already like built a squad built a friendship and like made friends and I'm just gonna be like hi <laughs> and I think I don't know I, think, <laughs> I don't know I feel like I might just be seen as like the friend you know like either Muskan's friend or Sarah's friend or something like I don't want to be like like you know I want to be my person you know um yeah of course so I think that might be a bit bit shaky in the beginning but I think after some time I'll find my people you know and I'll like fit in I'll Absolutely. Find you will and you know Amal you're very like you're very involved with like at least our interfaculty like student what's it called student associations with like Basque and Basque and at ACES and all these different <laughs> things that I have no idea <laughs> so like you'll definitely be able to like meet a lot of people through that so yeah yeah you will definitely find like your people yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, like whenever I used to think about uni, like in like maybe fall, I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go to Montreal. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But then like when concrete plans actually start coming, like, okay, yeah, let's get an apartment. Let's start booking flights. Let's start staying, figuring out quarantine. I'm like, bro, I'm really scared. Do I really want to go? Am I even going to have like, oh. is it even going to be fun? <laughs> oh no, those are just logistical things. Those are things that like you'll be able to iron out like, those are like you'll be able to take steps to like get through them those it's all logistics bro it's all logistics no, no. you'll get through it <laughs> no what i mean is like the the one becomes real like you know like now it's like we're actually planning so now i'm actually having to think like i'm actually going like i'm not I, like it's actually gonna happen yeah. and i think it's normal like i'm pretty Again, sure logistical <laughs> i'm pretty sure you were also nervous like yeah. before you went to like a different country so like i don't oh, know oh yeah it was it was it was like a little bit stressful for sure but like yeah in the end everyone does it literally everyone at like who who is in this situation and there's so many people who like like 
travel abroad and like all that kind of stuff so the, yeah I understand what you mean like the fact that it's when it's like actually happening and like you're making all these like big moves and everything so it's gonna be scary <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, predictions for next year I feel like mm, I really hope that um life in Montreal like I because even though like being being in Montreal this year was definitely not a typical year I really um hope for a better like student life like oh not better student life but like a more lively <laughs> student life if that makes sense like um hopefully more things will be accessible and like hopefully libraries will be more open cafes will be open oops cafes will be open inshallah when like the vaccine is more you know mm. available <laughs> um uh, but like I, I have a feeling that montreal will open up a lot more um, because I, I, you know, I even saw that the Quebec, the Quebec government, as of like May 14th, they're going to make it more widely available. Like the vaccine will be more available for like people like 18 and above or something like that. Um, so I have a good feeling that things will open up a lot more and like the situation will be better. And then maybe by like the end of the year, we'll have like a somewhat like normal back to normal experience. Um, but in terms of school, yeah, pretty much the same thing Amal was saying. Like, um, it will be a big, like a difficult adjustment to go like to in-person classes. But I also feel like I'll probably learn a lot better because like learning online really does like tire your brain because like it's, you're staring at a screen for so long. I know everyone has like said this, but it, it, I know it's like made my eyesight so much worse. So I'm hoping that my eyesight will a bit better <laughs> being in like an in-person class and like interacting with teachers and like actually getting to like see them in real life might be pretty fun so okay i think that was our last question um thank you all for sending such nice questions for this episode this little q a episode we have going on we had a lot of fun <laughs> honestly it was fun i'm a bit i'm sorry i'm a bit tired it's late <laughs> <laughs> sorry these days, literally at like 10.30, I'm yawning, I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm like, I've become a grandma these days. No. Yeah. You should go get some rest. And this is a perfect um, way to end the podcast. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And we hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble, not ramble, but um, <laughs> answer all of these questions and like reflect on our, on our first year. Um, yeah. All right. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find our podcast on so many different platforms. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram and even keep a lookout if we do another Q&A episode. Maybe we'll feature your question. And if you want to be a guest on our show, let us know. We'll let you in. <laughs> yeah, she'll let you in the waiting room. <laughs> um, oh, you know. Okay, yeah, now, now we can do it. <laughs> now we can do it. Oh no, she's frozen. <laughs> oh no, okay. Am I good? Yeah, you're good, you're good. All right. And as always, stay safe.